You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. Yo, 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 what up, what up? We are live in Miami on Radio Rose, Super Bowl 54. Arjo, Joe, Gina Thomas, John Gennaro, and the legend, wait for it, it's been a long time since I met your mother, and a dairy P. Tweeney from ArrowheadPride.com. What is up, everybody? It's Friday, and I feel like we're all feeling it. Technically, because I'm a nerd like this, we're not in Miami, Florida. We're in Miami Beach, That's Florida. That's right. It's a separate city. Uh, We've taken our talents to South Beach. That's we a great point. We have taken all of our talents to South Beach. There, there is also a Miami Convention Center that we are not at. Oh, it's the Miami Beach Convention Correct. Center. Correct. There's two. Oh. So if we were all on the heat... Uh, we're, Kyle is not recording with us at the moment, but let's pretend that he were here. Yeah. What positions on a basketball team would we all fill? I would be the water boy. I am five foot two. I cannot play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They don't have that on the starting lineups. Okay. Yeah, you're the you're the point guard. Obviously, you're setting everything up. Okay. Um, Pete is the knockdown shooter. If we're taking it back to like championship heat, Pete is Mike Miller. Oh, he's just standing oh, out in the corner knocking out. You everything. can't see this right now, but I'm tapping my head three times. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. Three pointers. You, you kind of look like a short. No, I'm not going to go into that. Wow. Um, and oh, I am definitely gone. like. I, I'll, I'm LeBron. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll just say it. I was going to say I'm a coach. Oh. Like I was even going to go assistant coach. I'm trying to be humble here, buddy. Yeah, Eric Spolstra. Yeah, yeah was, I'm on a good day. Okay, I I could see that. You're RJ Redick. Uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it for a second. I can live with that. Yeah. So um, the Super Bowl is in a couple of days. Yes, uh, it is. That's kind of why we've been here. Yeah, I know. Big, Surprise. Big deal. Uh, my Uber driver on Thursday night is one of the chefs preparing all of the meals. So I know nice. everything that's going to happen, including the score, which I'll tell you at the end. Okay. Um, on the subject of Uber drivers, I took that Uber from dinner with Pete. Uh, Pete and I went and saw the live taping. It wasn't a taping, actually, right? Just a live show. Uh, for the Around the NFL podcast. Yeah, love Around the NFL. It, I'm always on the move in Kansas City. It helps me keep up with the rest of the league, so it was a treat to see those guys. They, they put on a great show. They do. Uh, of course, though, we encourage you to subscribe to all the SB Nation podcasts, uh, as well as Around the NFL. Yeah, just SB Nation. Forget, forget <laughs> what we just said. So, Men in black, that. Um, it's Friday. Uh, you got to get down on Friday, uh, and um, I don't know the rest of the words. I used to, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she she could be our power forward, uh, but anyway, um, what have you learned, Pete? I know we ask you that every day, yeah. but I mean, with the week just essentially over and, and time to you know zip up and get ready to go, what do you have you learned about the Kansas City Chiefs? I think the biggest thing, if I'm trying to wrap the week around my brain here, I think they really knew just how different it was down here. We talked about it a little bit on our last podcast here, but I just want to re up it. The fact that it's so different as far as the scheduling and stuff, and I just think it was so smart for Andy Reid to treat last week as what would be their regular week mm-hmm. and get that game plan down in Kansas City because the idea of trying to figure it out and replicate what is going on in Kansas City down here would have been impossible. And so, again, to make this more of a review week instead of 
we're implementing like we would in KC. I just think that was so smart. Let's see if it pays off on Sunday. I don't know if it will. Uh, again, remains to be seen. So this is my question for you because yeah. the most interesting thing to me about this week is like everyone you talk to who's smart that you learn something from really pushes your opinion on what's going to happen one way or the other. Either you get more confident in your opinion that you know the Chiefs right. are going to win. Uh, or you get less confident, and this, you're like, "Oh man, this person convinced me that like maybe the Niners could could win this game." I, I actually saw RJ yesterday. We were talking to someone, and that guy was like, "You know, the Cowboys get all this love and and have this huge audience, and they're always on in prime time." It was Bob Stern, right? And he was like, "And what over the last 25 years have they done to deserve? Have they that? done to deserve that? They're not a very good team, but yet you had Will Kane on today, and you and Will are going." Every year, this team has the talent to win the championship. They have, and you, you're like nodding along. I'm like, Welcome to the Cowboys. And it's yeah. just like whoever you're talking to is making a good point. It's convincing you. So over the course of this week, you've seen a lot. Yeah. You've talked to a lot of people. Are you getting more confident yes. that the Chiefs are going to win? I, and I, I always try to preface, especially like with these national hits and stuff. I will tell you if I think they're going to lose. I got a lot of hate when during the Alex Smith days when I would pick losses on a regular basis. Mm. I I think just people forgot about Patrick Mahomes. I really do. I think nationally people forgot. Um you've seen you've seen San Francisco 49ers as the hot pick right now. I, I think what, 70, 80 percent it almost feels like are picking the 49ers to win this game because one to fifty three is better. Right. Yeah, but there's one player in this game who may at the end of their career be considered one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time, right? Potentially. Again, I understand it's a long way to go before that. How is that lost? Like, how is the fact that, like, Jimmy Garoppolo would have to then beat Patrick Mahomes? It's And I think it has something something to do with Lamar Jackson and how good he was this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to see him probably get the MVP uh, this weekend. And, and he deserves all that. And, and Mahomes was injured at the beginning of the year. But he's healthy now. And the Chiefs offense, especially toward the end and then into this playoffs, after they were down early in the games, has looked like the 2018 offense. And what I think people forgot about Mahomes is, Yes, the 49ers are, are great defense, but he's had games where he's made great defenses look below average, and I think you'll see that really quickly in this game. I do agree with all of that. I did a hit on Thursday for ESPN Rochester, and they were asking me, so if the Chiefs were down by how many, you know, would you start to get worried? And I, maybe I'm spoiling my pick for the end of this episode, but but stay tuned. Um <laughs> I said I don't care. I was. Right. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not you know pro or, or or against the Chiefs, but the Houston game. If there, if anybody was ever on the edge that this team, you know, there, there's a way to, to sort of bury them. There's not. I mean, there there simply is not. They won by 20. That was one of the weirdest games of all time. Not that they came back because we've seen comebacks right. before, but it has to be at the end where and maybe it's, it's a three-point yeah, sustained win. thing. Totally. They were down 24 and won by 20. Like what? Like, how do you beat that team? It, I, and I and I just I don't know how it's been overlooked and forgotten, maybe because some people and follow the NFC and those games were a little bit more, I think, attractive. On the Supreme side. Conference. That's sure. A, yes, sure. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been lost. It's been lost. I have a take and it's a weird one, but, you know, it's our fourth day here. So <laughs> admittedly, uh, <laughs> I'm you a, get weird. You said like an hour ago that Aaron Rodgers is not that good. So I don't this, think he's that good right now. Right. So. I mean, you said over like the course of his career, you were like, "What's he done in the last ten years?" I think that was a hot take, my friend. So whatever you have now has to top. Now wait, let's let's hold on for just a second because I want to add something about RJ's takes. I got a text from the transcriptionist that we're working with this week, first thing this morning, and she said, 
is RJ's favorite song Sweet Caroline? <laughs> no. Because uh, he said it in almost every It's definitely the one interview. he knows all the words <laughs> Yeah, to. so I've asked a lot of people, Pete, um, sure. like for a song that you know all of the words to, and okay. my, my point has been something that's not Sweet Caroline, you know, because everybody knows all the words to Sweet Caroline. So, you know, it's a fine song. I mean, Half I, the words are bop, bop, bop. Yeah, so exactly. It's not, yeah. See, I mean, it, it is cheating. It does feel like cheating. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I want you to tell me, like, I know all of the words to, like, blank space. You know, I, I want something that challenges that's you. That's an interesting and like, question that you're, you're posing. What's your, what's your answer? What's your answer? Oh, um, probably All Star by Smash Mouth. That's a lame answer, too, man. I mean, uh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a, a Sweet Caroline sort of answer. So, so mine is Like a Girl by Lizzo. Is that a lame answer or a good answer? That's I'm Like a Girl. I always fly away. That's that song? No, 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 no. Oh. By Lizzo. No, that's Nora Jones. Yeah. Oh. I'm woke, not woke used, I'm not super deep. Like I just this. might run for president. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not going to finish it. That would be ridiculous. Also, <laughs> Fat Boy Slim, Funk Soul Brother. Um, Check it out now. That's okay. <laughs> that has like six words. Easy. I can but do yeah. like No Love by Eminem. And I can do the little Wayne rap too. I mean, you know, not, not trying to brag or anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you, to, but to brag. You, you might be a little young for this, but. Uh, are there any albums that you know all the words to? Um, I think I know all of the words to every song on Yellow Card's Ocean Avenue album. Same, actually. I, I loved that album. And Same. so I actually recently, uh, we're way in the weeds, but welcome to Friday. I recently made the switch from Apple Music to Spotify. This is not a plug. And I saw that Spotify had... <laughs> Spotify wants to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. All, oh, by the way, all SB Nation podcasts available on Spotify. Yep. Um, <laughs> I saw that Spotify, because I was like, I had to like add all my music, because I, you know, I just started yes. new, and they had an acoustic version of that entire the album. The whole album, it's great. It is so nice. Look yeah. at us bonding. Um, okay, so here's my take. Back to the point. I think <laughs> the reason... <laughs> Around about way to get back. <laughs> I think the reason, and it, I, this is going to sound, this is going to make everything else we just talked about sound normal. I think the reason people are picking the Niners is like aesthetically they fit the Miami thing well you know like their colors and their vibe like it's it's hot you know and the Chiefs like there's something about the Chiefs red that just doesn't fit in Miami yeah Miami's more of a neon sort of town and yeah it's it's more glitzy interesting yeah it is a a midwestern red that's exactly what I'm saying like it just it feels out of place you know like had this had the Chiefs we were if we were Minnesota okay man you know let's do the the everything I mean I think everyone would be picking the Chiefs but I think there's some of that like you know uh no pun intended here showtime vibe to the 49ers and the people picking they're glitzy they're a glitzy team and i i think that stems from from kyle shanahan and and this yeah. new school of you don't know what we're gonna do we're still gonna beat you type deal you got richard sherman on that side george kittle mm-hmm. hollywood garoppolo yeah there's a midwest vibe to the chiefs but that that's that's the chiefs they're from the midwest that's i mean geographically that's true right um Okay, so that's my take, though. I think that's why people are picking. And I also think, like, the Chiefs are such an obvious choice. I think everyone wants to be like, I told you the Niners would win. You know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't buying all that Mahomes stuff. What is wild to me is the Vegas spread has just stayed steady. And these guys are, are the people who need to make money on this game. And they don't really know what's going to happen, which makes my pick of the Chiefs by 14 a little wild. But I, I'm Look sick at of you. Looking. Yeah. Oh, we were going to do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. Well, Stay you go. tuned. There's Stay the, tuned. I'll, I'll give you an exact score at the end. Okay. It's, it's on radio. We've already gotten the download. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> You've got to say it to sound cool. Um, Pete, so we've been planted on Radio Row 
Uh, we've got Roots here now. Roots is a great song, by the way. Um, or was it like the song, I Gotta Have Roots Before Branches? Or what is that song? Um, I haven't the faintest idea, RJ. <laughs> anyway. Um, I thought we were going to talk about The Roots. <laughs> that's all, I mean, You could do that, too. Um, I think Roots, like the, the line Roots Before Branches is like a Josh Groban song. I'm very certain. But anyway, uh, so we've been stuck here. And you've been on the prowl. And I'm curious because a lot of your listeners, the fantastic people at Arrowhead Pride, they want to know, what's it like? What's the Super Bowl like? What's yeah. what's everything look like? Where is everything positioned? I mean, go in, in depth for us. Well, I'll say this. Opening night was pretty crazy. And I think, you, you know, you start with that and you're like, well, this is a different animal, which goes back to my original point. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. And, and you really can't until you get down here. And so that was interesting to see all the players. And. What I noticed as the week went on, the players went from having a lot of fun and giddy to lockdown lockdown mode, a little bit more serious by the end of the media availability on Thursday. The way it works is so you have that media night at Marlins Park, and I guess it's a different venue each and every year depending on where you are. And then you go to the team hotel and talk to them there. And again, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday and Wednesday still, still kind of just jovial happy to be in Miami there was a different vibe on Thursday with the players where I think they start to look at it less as a vacation and more as this is a game you mm-hmm. know and in the in the in the grand scheme of things and when you simplify it down it's a game they have to just beat the other team and I think that's might been my takeaway really different than I ever expected it's hard to predict I think in your head and then when you get down here the team eventually realizes okay we have work to do and it, it's gonna be chill. there's a lot i mean even today with the media you can still look at you know you if you look up over here there's still a lot going on and it's still that glamorous vibe but right now i think if you were to be a fly on the wall in the player's room i just think they're all watching film just trying to get visualization down mentally right and and i think when your new team's not involved in the super bowl that might get a little lost you still might look like a, almost like a pageant to you so we are all getting out of Dodge uh, here later on Friday, yeah. depending on when you, everyone's listening to this. But you'll be here. So you'll be you know, flying Han style, solo. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Kyle Posey from Miners Nation will be here as well. Um, by the way, Solo by Iez is a song that I know all the words to as well. Um, I think it's Iez. It might be Iez. But anyway, um, so what, what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, looking forward to halftime? Looking forward to just the epicness? This is, I mean, this is literally one of the most epic things that happens across the world. Yeah, no, I, I, not really halftime. I'm not a big Shakira or J-Lo guy, <gasps> although uh, Hustlers. Was was all right. I it mean, was it a was, great movie. You know, a, honestly, too, the phrase version of "hips don't lie" is better than Shakira's. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I can agree with that. That's I I heard that playing last night. I went down <laughs> to to South Beach to see all the craziness, and I was sitting in a bar, and I heard that. I didn't know it was the fray, and I was like, "Did we really need a cover of Hips Don't Lie?" We did. That, like, because it doesn't. I want Shakira talking to me about her hips, not the fray talking to me about it's their hips. See, I mean, when I sing it, I'm talking about my hips, and that's really all I care about. Right. Yes. So, anyway, back to <laughs> the game. I'm excited to get into the game and just see the amount of people and, and get through security, look at the field, and, and just, I think, get a, get a vibe of the energy. You know, because a lot of times, really every time in my 30 years on Earth, I've just watched from home, and it looks so cool. Right. So to just see what that is like, actually being a part of the crowd and, and sensing, you know, when you're in the stadium, the Chiefs do get down early again. Is there that sense of nervousness among Chiefs fans? You know, I, I just 
I think being here will, will be different. I've said this before, though, too. If you're a Chiefs fan, and I know a lot of them probably listening to this podcast, the best place you could be possibly watching the game is not Miami. It's Kansas City. Because if they're able to do it and you're watching on the big screen down in what we call Power and Light District, you're probably going to be able to feel some of that energy as well. That's, uh, again, that gave me chills. But it is also a little chilly in here, so I don't know how much of it is. Goosebumps. Yeah, I call, I call them chills. I don't use the, that word goosebumps. It reminds me of the old R.L. Stein books. Um, sure. But uh, not that there's anything wrong with them. But, you know, <laughs> um, so when it comes to this game um, and the experience of it all, because I agree with you. I mean, we've already kind of spoiled this. We both think the Chiefs are going to win. At what point, and you would know better than anybody, did you see, see this as a possibility? What, what point in, in the Mahomes short ride that it's been so far? I mean, but at what point were you like, man, they're going to do it at one point? I think, I think initially, I think there were two, two parts. Initially, last year when they lost and the offense was that good and they only ended up losing because of that offsides penalty by none other than D Ford, I knew they'd have a chance this year. I didn't know exactly the road that they would take. I think seeing Mahomes tap back into what he's been last year, he he didn't show the last year's version of himself to like week 15 or week 16. And I think, like I said at the beginning of the show, that's still lost. And so I would say of the late weeks of the season where he started to get comfortable running again, where he ran for that touchdown, maybe that's the moment where he ran mm. up the field for that touchdown and you said, okay, if he is welcoming contact, he is fully back to that Mahomes MVP version that we saw last year and that's when I thought okay they could go on a run here see my moment is way before that I think I almost go back to the left-handed throw and win against the Broncos on Monday Night Football uh, in 2018 that's when I was like this dude is different I mean you know at at some point because there are players like that you you just know at some point they're going to cash in whether it's for one whether it's for multiple and that's when I you know thought not to be like I called it or anything um, but I agree. By the way, did you see the Frank Caliendo uh, call of, yeah. of that play? Really well done. Oh, my gosh. It was incredible. My favorite part of it is John Madden, if you haven't seen it, he goes, oh, there's the Kansas City Wolf. Yeah. And it's like, it is weird in Kansas City. We don't know why the wolf exists. Well, and then at the end, he calls back. He's like, there's the wolf again. Like, <laughs> and it's so incredible. Pulling the curtain back, I think it's just this grand distraction from the fact that they have Native American ties, but we don't have to go down that road today. <laughs> The, yeah. wolf, the, the wolf has gotten a surprising amount of play over the last few weeks. There was the right. Texans yeah. game moment. Um, right. So we're all rooting for Casey. Is it Casey or Casey? He's named Casey Wolf. He will be down here. And uh, I'm, I'm sure running into See, the players after well, they score. He was really getting down on opening night. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, the whole, right. maybe the whole inspiration is this, like, a long time ago, there was this sort of, like, let's be hungry like wolves. Another song we all probably know all of the words to. Hungry yeah. like a wolf. Yep. Yep. No, okay. this is this has been great. I mean, I feel like there should have been some acoustics in the background of this entire podcast. Can, a lot can of music. Anybody, a lot can of hot anybody music here talk. play guitar? I'm a little bit concerned that we might need to start like a new team brand, but for <laughs> music, so that we can put all of these podcasts right. there. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm not against it. Can I be the the lone voice, maybe lone voice that uh, is picking the 49ers to win this game? You can. I mean, no one's going to stop you. Um and. My reason, and like I, I hear the things Pete's saying, but like they're just bouncing off of me. Um, I look at the fact that, like, if the 49ers go down early, it's game over. But if they get up early, they're really, really well built to hold on to a lead and to continue to build that lead and to milk the clock and all of that stuff. And based on what I've seen from the Chiefs the last few months, like, I'm just concerned that they're going to get down early. Like, 
And this goes against one of my, you know, principal rules, which is never bet against Andy Reid when he has a bye week. He's like the best coach in maybe the history of the league after a bye week. His teams come out crisp. They come out fast. I want to bet on the Chiefs for that reason. But there's something about Mahomes, I think, that just like he doesn't really go up to that level. That's just like, oh, my God, we've never seen a player like this until he needs to. Right. And I think he needs to right out of the gate, and I don't know that he's going to. And so I feel like we're going to be sitting, you know, halfway through the second quarter, and it's going to be like 17 to 3 Niners. And then, like, he'll throw like a late first half touchdown, mm. and it'll be like, oh, okay, now it's a game. And the rest of the game will be like, how much clock can the, the 49ers just milk every time they have the ball? And, and at that point, it really takes like one or two long drives that end in the end zone, and it's game over. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important. Like that is a key to the game because the Chiefs can't go down 24 nothing or 10 nothing against this team. They can't because the run game is too good and they can have these long drives. And and that's the point that if there's anything I worry about, it's the run game having their way early where maybe the Niners, like you're saying, go up seven nothing. But there's three minutes left in the first quarter. And then all of a sudden you have that pressure. We need to match this. And if you don't and somehow the Niners get a stop, then it gets more interesting. So, yes, I. I do agree with the sense that the Chiefs need to to start early for the first time in the playoffs. I also think when it comes to injuries, like pe- people never factor injuries into their predictions unless it's like a guy who gets injured all the time. But the 49ers are are kind of constructed in a way where like if one of their running backs goes down, they have two other ones that are like really good. If uh and Debo Samuel. Yeah. Who could run too? And and if if Tyreek Hill goes down, like that is a huge blow to the Chiefs offense. If Travis Kelsey goes down, that's a huge blow to the Chiefs offense, like almost an unrecoverable blow because one guy takes, you know, the the pressure on the defense at one level and the other guy puts pressure on the defense at the other level. And it almost feels a little bit like a house of cards, like one guy could get hurt and then it's like, oh, man, we're screwed now. Like the offense has gotten like one dimensional and I don't feel the same way about the Niners. Quickly going back just to the Alex Smith era for a second. You saw that with the Chiefs and the Titans. And it might not be a little bit unfamiliar to the national fans, but where Travis Kelsey went out with a concussion and the Titans came back and won. Right. It's it's going to be key for the Chiefs to have all their pieces. I feel a little bit more comfortable now that they have Mahomes instead of Alex Smith. Alex Smith really needed Travis Kelsey. I could see the Chiefs still managing to win this football game if one goes down only because of Mahomes. Well, right. on the subject of what you see, it's time. It's time to pick. There's like a neon sign behind me that says it's time to mm-hmm. pick it. So I do see that. Uh, yeah. What color is it? Pink and, and blue, like Miami Vice. Yes, My of course. Unlike the red that the Chiefs sport, which, as we learned, was a Midwestern thing. Correct. Um, yes. so like we, pontoon boats. Midwest yeah. red, they call right, it. It's been a full circle sort of week uh, <laughs> here in uh, in or on Miami Beach. In? Um, both. Both. On, both. We're on the beach. We're in the beach. All prepositions work okay. in this situation. Uh, let's, let's pick this game. Gina Thomas. Um, I am rolling with the Chiefs, and that is not just because we're here for Arrowhead Pride fans, um, I am a big believer in Patrick Mahomes. We're also for Niners Nation fans. Yeah, so. well, yes. We, <laughs> but I mean this specific podcast. Right, right, yes. right. Yes. Um, I just have a ton of respect for the way Patrick Mahomes plays. I love watching him play. He might be my favorite player in the league to watch right now. They're stacked with speed on the offensive side of the ball. I think that they can really exploit that against the Niners. And so that's, I'm saying, am I supposed to pick a score? Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's do scores. Hey, I think that I picked scores earlier this week, so I'm trying to be consistent. I may have said 38 to 28, so let's go mm. with that. Yep. The double ocho, like yep. me. Mm-hmm. 
I think if there's that many points, it really does favor the Chiefs. Um, but this is why I'm picking like a, a low scoring game ish. Uh, I think the Niners win 28 to 23. And I think they get like a defensive touchdown at some point. And Ooh, see, that's the difference. The Super Bowl is a different game, even for teams that have been high scoring throughout the regular season. Yeah. You know, often the Super Bowl is just a completely different, it plays out completely differently, and they are often lower scoring games. So yeah. that could definitely happen. Eileen, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. In games like these, Eileen with the better quarterback, and the Chiefs don't just have the better quarterback, they have the best one in the world. And um, I, I believe that superstars are meant to do superstar things. Pat Mahomes kind of does that. And I think that he has a game for the ages that people remember forever. And I think he's, you know, he's the showtime in Miami. And I mean, it all just, it's, it's been, it's been leading to this point, 37, 31 chiefs. And I think that is, I think the box score looks closer. I think that 31 is like, maybe the Niners are down like 37, 24 late. They get that touchdown with like a minute and a half. And there's a little bit of drama behind an onside kick or something like that. And the Chiefs get it and uh, right. Pat Mahomes needs it up. Yeah, I, I already said I'm going with the Chiefs and it all surrounds Mahomes. I just think he's the best player in the game today. And this is his first step towards what I think he's going to eventually look. And we're really early here, but I think his first of what he'll want to be at least six championships to try to catch Tom Brady and what they were able to do. And with that, I also want to say this. If you're a Chiefs fan, I think because I feel so strongly about Mahomes, enjoy this run because next year you are starting to become the villains because no one yeah. likes to see the same team win countless times. And this is the only – we saw it with Tom Brady when he won his first. Well, they, and even like, like Steph Curry right. developed a, kind of a thing like that. Yeah. They were the heroes uh, when they beat the Rams, the Patriots. And you got to enjoy that one as the, the folk hero. And if the Chiefs continue to be in the mix for AFC titles and Super Bowls, you're going to become hated. <laughs> so enjoy this. I think the Chiefs win 42-28. to 28. I think this is a game at the beginning where it's a little bit back and forth, but I think the Chiefs pull away in the third quarter, and you have a situation at the end where it is a little bit of clock looking. Right. Can't wait for this time to run out because we're going to be the, the, the title holders. I have a small, bold prediction. I think there's a – because there's screen grabs of everything. I think there's a screen grab moment of Pat Mahomes like on the bench, kind of like arm on his knee that is akin to the very famous – um, so is Len, Len Dawson, Dawson yeah. thank you. The very yes. I think there's a, and like everybody will like just Photoshop like a cigarette on there, and it'll look really cool. And it'll be really like chill inducing. Had so a lot we're of gonna have smoking Patrick Mahomes instead of smoking Jay Cutler. He's gonna pass the smoking mantle. I like that. Pass pass the cigarette. <laughs> okay, well, it has been a pleasure to be out on, on Radio Row. Uh, we've had fun. I know you've been running around. I've seen you got those kicks on, moving, grooving. Uh, Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Pride, managing editor. You'll be here throughout the rest of this, and if the Chiefs do win, like 75% of us think they will, you'll be on <laughs> covering the parade and everything right. like that. So arrowheadpride.com, you're home for the best Chiefs analysis in all galaxies, not just this one. Wow. Do, do aliens exist? Um, well, I don't know. You know? <laughs> This isn't an existential podcast. It's a music and sports <laughs> podcast. Let's be clear about that. Everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. We love you all. We'll see you next time.